0: hello everybody that was jeff pitchell's fat cigar you were listening to and that means it's time for not just blowing smoke coming at you live from twin smoke shop studio headquarters in hooks at new hampshire be sure to subscribe to us on podbean iHeartRadio, pandora spotify itunes google basically wherever you get your podcast from i'm pastor padrone and i'm here with my fellow co-hosts paul nick and dave hola and this week we are going to be discussing tasting notes how do you describe what you are tasting and smelling when you are smoking your cigar or enjoying your pipe tobacco and uh, as we have that discussion we are going to be starting off by reviewing this cigar this is the 724 113 toro and it is a uh, collaboration of Kurt Kendall of 724 Cigars and Joe Torres of 113 Cigars. And they teamed up uh, to release this as part of the fifth anniversary celebration of Club Humidor, which Joe Torres owns, which is a uh, uh, store in San Antonio, Texas. And let me tell you a little bit about this cigar it is a Nicaraguan jalapa wrapper and binder. Mm. And there's Jalapa in the filler, Mm. along with some Condega and Esteli. So it's a Nicaraguan Puro, um, those three different regions from uh, Nicaragua in the filler. It's a Toro 6x52, and it is a beautiful, beautiful cigar.
2: Very oily.
0: Um, Paul, what are we drinking with this?
2: We are drinking, so I, I talked to Kendra this week about, you know, what would be a good drink to have with this cigar. I gave her the tasting notes. Uh, she came back with Jack Daniels rye whiskey. Oh. And I actually have never had this particular rye whiskey before. I, you know, Jack Daniels, yes, I've had that numerous times. Who hasn't, right? Yeah, who hasn't? You know, all, all different versions of Jack Daniels. But this is one that I haven't had. So mm. I'm interested to see what you, uh, you gentlemen think of this with the cigar.
0: Well, I'll tell you right now, the cigar is super smooth. If you're going to smoke a 724 cigar, it's going to be smooth. Mm -hmm. It's going to be creamy. There's going to be some depth to the uh, flavors on this. Oh, yeah. And this does not disappoint in the least. Um, It makes you want flannels. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which one of these things is not Not like like the the others? others. Which one of these things doesn't belong? (laughs) 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 <laughs> that <would be> me. <laughs> he's got the dog walker shirt on so you know it's not a total loss there um there were 10 they in this uh limited series there are ten thousand cigars that were made and they were put out in 10 count boxes and the only two places you can get them are at club humidor locations in uh in and around san antonio texas and at both twin smoke shops lounges locations mm-hmm. in new hampshire that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. So yeah we'll but, run with it. We're, we're going to... we'll, we'll go with it anyway, I guess. <laughs> so, you know, th- I thought this would be a great cigar to talk about tasting notes. You know, we, we, we joke, you know, n- n- uh, what's the most famous tasting uh, thing we have on the soundboard, Dave? Nuts? No.
3: <clears throat> Sweet nuts? No. Sweet nuts? Uh, very well. <laughs> Uh, you yeah. came prepared, yeah, yeah. Dave. Yeah, uh, yeah. I concur. Uh, what are you thinking about? Tobacco Dave? notes. Tobacco yeah,
0: tobacco notes. Tobacco notes. I don't know why. You. You
3: a go. lot of tobacco. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, a lot. You
0: know, there. You ever have that? You know, where there's, you know, you're tasting the cigar or the pipe tobacco, and you, you know, you like it, but you don't really know how to describe it.
1: Mm.
0: So, if you don't want to be like Nick and just say it's lots of tobacco notes. <laughs> We're going to all talk about how you can go about learning to um, describe what it is that you are smoking. And tasting notes and things like that's really nothing more than learning the skill of taste. And what I mean by that is learning how to interpret what your nose and your mouth are telling you. And the more you do that, the more you pay attention to that, the better it's going to become. Mm.
1: Cool. Grown up.
0: And, um, but like learning any skill, and this is really a skill, it's more caught than taught. So hopefully, if you're listening and you have one of these 724 113s, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and as we talk about what we're tasting and smelling, ask yourself if you um, aren't seeing the same things. If you're smoking something else, Tell us in the comments what it is you're smoking and what you are smelling and tasting on the cigar. Um, And I think my advice to people who are starting to try and figure this out is start simple. Yeah. You know, um, is it rich or is it mild? How would you describe the cigar? Is it rich or is it mild?
3: Rich. Definitely rich. On a
0: scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being mild and Ten being
3: really rich. I'd probably put seven. this. I'd probably <laughs> put this at like a seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah, I've had some pretty rich cigars uh, in my time of smoking. <laughs> uh, in my adventures. Yes. Uh, numerous adventures. Mm-hmm. But this Mix is adventures and banking. That's right. Um, this is this is up there though. This has got some really nice power to it. Really rich. But again, with the richness, I think in curt fashion Mm -hmm. there is incredible smoothness to this right um and that's kind of like when when people come into the shop and i start to explain the 724s it's extreme extremely smokable for anybody a novice or an expert
4: what about you dave i can almost taste the flannel
3: i hope i hope hope not that's what the flannel (laughs) tastes (laughs) like that means you're
4: burning your shirt
0: anyone who smokes a cigar pipe tobacco and smells flannel
4: Something
3: is wrong. <laughs> Something <laughs> is wrong. You might have to put your shirt out. Now,
4: Dave, <laughs> no, the, the, what I mean, it... me, honestly, the, to me, the the cigar is very smooth. It's very Rich creamy. or mild? Oh, we're rich. We're, we're, we're on mild. that kick again? Yes. 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 I said I We're it would trying eight eight to seven. help
0: people learn how it's, to do this. We're <laughs> starting a simple, Dave.
4: On a scale of one to again. ten. Seven. Seven. Again. Seven. seven. Okay.
0: Seven. Really? Seven. Uh, Paul, where would you put it?
2: I'm going to put it as an eight. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, this,
2: so f- to me, I mean, I've smoked all the 724 cigars. Mm-hmm. I know we all have. Yeah. This is by far the the most fullest body cigar that Kurt has put out in my eyes. For sure. I agree now, with that. Now, now, having said that, um, this has got a lot of nice earthy leather mm-hmm. spice, a s- little bit of sweetness. Incredibly well-balanced, incredibly smooth. Mm-hmm. The smoothness, however, does not take away from the depths of flavor that I'm getting from that. True. So I think, as having said that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to put this as an 8 because I've had stronger cigars that have actually have had less flavor, mm-hmm. so less body for me. So I think this is a, a I'll call this a medium full uh, to almost full body flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, medium full-ish for intensity but incredibly
1: smooth. Well,
4: let me add a footnote then, because I feel like it's going to be, it's definitely a seven, but for me, when I get about halfway through, it goes up to about an eight. Yes, well,
2: as as, as the cigar, as you get into the cigar, go past the first third. I absolutely agree with you.
3: I have noticed that it gets a little bit more intense. True, mm-hmm. but boys, I think we we might be getting a little bit ahead of ourselves here, as Danny's trying to go step by step and trying yes. to <laughs> teach our viewers. <laughs> yes. On but right now, the the beginning of tasting particular we will, cigars. We will get to that. Okay. Yes. Yes. This Sorry, guys. That no, that's very that good. Thank you, Nick. I, we will get to that. I appreciate
0: that, that very much. Now the second question I want to ask and we'll start with Paul and listen to the question. Okay. It's very simple. Yes. 1 being bland and 10 being spicy. Ooh. So now now you know we've talked about rich or mild yep. and now you know another another taste that your that your mouth picks up is spice, saltiness, pepper, yep. you know, versus bland, like just no spice or anything at all. On a scale of one to 10, where would you put this cigar? Is it bland Excellent. or spicy? Five. 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 Five, right in the middle. Right in the middle. And um, why is that?
2: Because the. the sp- <laughs> okay, so the. Sp- the can, spice? I, can, I, can I elaborate a little bit? Yes. Okay. Yes, you can elaborate. So there's a difference between a spice, a spicy flavor, and pepper. Mm-hmm. Okay, so spice is, to me, is something that doesn't last very long on your palate. Okay. Pepper notes generally will last a little bit longer than right. that. Okay, it's a little bit more of a zing to it. Uh, this the spice does not last more than just a couple of seconds, mm-hmm. but it is. But it's definitely prevalent to mm. me. So I um so I'm going to say and every and every time I take a draw from it, right from the beginning to the end, I'm getting that spice and and I definitely get a lot of nice rich spice on the retro hill. Yeah. So the and the olfactory <laughs> senses are are picking is, that up uh, big time. Spice. So I'm going to give it a five.
1: Okay,
0: I'm going to give it a six because. I get more in the retrohale, mm-hmm. and it does – that tickle in the nose yep. hangs around a little bit more than the spice on the I would agree with on that, On the palate. Yep. Yep. Okay,
3: so I'm going to give it a six. Nick, what about you? For the spice note on here, I'd probably – on my palate with the pairing or just the cigar on its own, for me it feels more of like a little sprinkle of pepper that you would put maybe on your chicken. You, would... <laughs> I'm trying to – look, I'm trying to break this down for our viewers here – that or for, for sweet, nuts, <laughs> sweet nuts, um, I'm just trying to make it as simple as I possibly can without getting into any of the cigar jargon, uh, or formalities of the cigar talk because we can all be kind of guilty of that. We all get into our, you know, our ramble and everything of yeah. the cigar and everything, yeah. and we kind of get away from. Trying to keep kind it of like, Kind of like you are now. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> I need to stop that. Um, so.
1: Oh, come on. <laughs> you got to hit it on that right now.
3: Anyways, for me, I would say as far as the pepper note in here, I would say it'd probably be a three. A three. Pe- there's some pepper in there. I get it a little bit on my palate. I get mm-hmm. it more in my retrohale where mm-hmm. you activate more of your senses there. Okay. Mm, excuse me. That's wonderful. So, mm. Three. Three.
0: Mm. Okay. Dave.
1: Mm.
4: I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna agree with you, Dan. I think. Oh, I, I forget already. But I'm gonna say it's a five. That would so be me, Dan. For, that would be. That <laughs> would be Paul. <laughs> he did six. He had fifty-fifty
2: shot, and he was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did taste. Burning <clears throat> That's right. Better than Rayon, Dan.
0: Yes. Tastes like burning <laughs> cotton. Oh wait! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: better than the banker. All right, so you're uh, gonna go with the five. I'm gonna yeah, go with
0: the
4: five. That's what my factory is telling
0: me. Okay. All right. And then the la- the last thing that another thing that your uh, or, tongue or... and your nose discerns is sweet and sour. Mm. Sweet. Would you say this cigar is more sweet or more sour? And we'll say that the sweeter is the one and the sour is the ten.
2: Okay, I'm gonna well, it's definitely I I definitely pick up sweet. There's no question oh, yeah. about it. If you, pick... but I, I'm gonna say it's probably maybe, maybe a two and a half,
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Two and a half on that scale. It's yeah. not the sweetest cigar, but it's certainly ha- it's certainly prevalent and it's it's there
3: throughout.
0: Yeah, I, I I was gonna say two. I'm gonna stick with the two. Yeah.
3: yeah, I would definitely say two. There is a little bit of tanginess in there, but mm. um, the sweetness overcomes um a lot more um so i'm going to say two and a half just to kind of i concur there you go I concur. yeah basically dave yep.
4: what about you can you talk yep i absolutely agree that's one of my favorite things about the cigars the subtle sweetness that's through there yep. and uh yeah okay no sour notes here
0: okay so we've started to to you know go through some things to help us think about how to describe the cigar you know is it rich or mild is it bland or spicy is it sweet or sour These are simple things that you can start with to start thinking about what it is that you are tasting and smelling. Another thing that you can do is you can ask yourself um, a couple of questions. Here's the first question you can ask yourself. Um, What do these tastes and aromas make me think of? Now, Paul. Mm What do these tastes and aromas that you have going on in your mouth and in, on your beard right now <laughs> make you think of? What are some of the the, oh, the, mm. the things that come to mind? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, for me, it's cocoa, really? I get cocoa off of this cigar. That's funny because I don't. <clears throat> Coco and earth. Well, are earth, things yes. that I get and it's like a dark a dark cocoa on this.
1: Mhm.
0: I get some wood.
2: I get a little bit I, of wood. I get I get the I get the earth, I got yep. I got a little bit of leather. Mhm. Um I, I get a little bit of the uh obviously the sweetness, mm-hmm. uh the spice um I'm not getting any cocoa unfortunately that uh, my palate has never picked that up and i've had these probably six or seven times since we brought it in okay um, so i'm not picking up cocoa
0: see now uh, this is this is one of the things that that's that's very good to talk about when we're talking about tasting notes mm-hmm. everybody's palate is different yep and so you know don't be concerned about trying to pick up everything that everybody else is saying you know use your own discernment mm-hmm. you know what you may be what what maybe cocoa to me maybe more earth to you you know but that sweetness to me reminds me and makes me think of like a dark cocoa kind of sweetness
2: See, to me i'm i'm i don't want to term it like this but it's not cocoa as much but it's more to me a little bit more caramel type okay. of sweetness Okay. So, um, and I know caramel and chocolate go together, but it, it 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 uh, it's no, it's to me the I'm not picking up any coconut notes, but if I had to describe a specific type of flavor, I would say a little bit more caramel type sweetness.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Nick, what about you? What what kind of f- f- flavors and taste aromas does this cigar make you think of?
3: Leather and wood, sweet nuts. Not sweet nuts. It's not a burley. Um, just more leather. I get more leather on my palette and the front of my palate. Mm-hmm. Um, brown leather or black leather? I'd have to say brown. Brown. I'd have to say brown <laughs> leather. Black leather has more of a tanginess to it. Kind of like almost like a Connecticut broadleaf. Mm. Oh. Really? I was, was going to
0: say know. red leather.
3: Mm. No, mm. definitely oh. brown leather. No. Um, yeah, leather and wood. That, that keeps b- b- uh, bouncing back and forth in my mind right mm-hmm.
4: now. And Dave? I'm going to have to agree with Paul with the caramel. Caramel um, toffee? Caramel toffee here. <laughs> and, uh, but I also feel like it's maybe like an undertone of cedar. Okay. Like a smoky
0: cedar. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, smoky cedar and uh,
4: caramel.
0: Caramel. Carmel Caramel
2: toffee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you, you don't have to take up space with the you know just trying to think of things to say just, you know, whatever, just say whatever's it. on your mind just let it go let it go dave let Ooh. it go okay let now it go. the next question you can ask yourself and this helps me a lot is what food or drink do you think would go well with what you're tasting mm. well, what the... would you what would you want to be eating or drinking with the cigar or pipe tobacco that you're
3: having. Of toffee. Stop it. <laughs> e-
0: <laughs> eating 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 okay. Eating or Drinking. <clears throat> believe it
2: believe it or not. T bone steak. No, not with this cigar. <laughs> ah. Because even though this has a nice to me more of a full of body depth of flavor, it it's a lot of there's a lot of uh there's a lot of different subtle flavors are coming out of this yeah i don't want to have a specific food that's going to take away from this so i'm going to go with something a little bit more bland like chicken Mm.
0: chicken chicken Chicken. you would want to have chicken with this yes why would chicken go well?
2: because again chicken to me i've had success eating chicken before (laughs) he has he has i have a theory i have a theory theory, (laughs) okay and i have actually we have a customer that comes in every once in a while we got talking about food groups and what we eat before we have a cigar. And I challenged him to say, I've had success eating chicken and getting the best flavors out of the cigar right after that. And he goes, well, I'm going to go home and I'm going to try that. And he came in the next time and he says, you were absolutely right. I had just baked chicken and it brought out the flavors of that cigar that I was told about and I was looking for. And he's done that a couple of times. So I'm going to say with this cigar, I don't want to have a food like a steak or a burger that's going to probably uh, hide the flavors, take away from it. Mm-hmm. It's not that strong of a cigar. I want to. I want to have a like a nice baked chicken that's it's got some flavor to it, but it's going to maybe a little
3: make... maybe a little spritzer of lemon. Nope. Nope. No. Nothing.
2: No. Just, just baked, baked chicken, chicken, maybe a little salt and pepper, and then have the. I think this would go very very well with that.
0: Okay, bland salt and pepper chicken. Dave, so what about chicken? you? Baked chicken. What What do you think of? What kind of food and drink
4: do you think would go well? with I would this? love to have like you know just a black coffee, mm-hmm. and um, yep. the uh those little toffee snacks that you brought in.
3: Oh, the, the caramel coffee, caramel toffee, toffee, toffee. <laughs>
4: covered in nuts, How almond Get on this stuff! Oh, <laughs>
3: you wanted the episode, and you got it, baby. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Nick, what about you?
3: I would do, so for food, So I love me some good red meat, I would do a nice 32-ounce sirloin. Oh, good. Medium rare. Mm -hmm. Five minutes on each side. Mm. No pepper, no salt, no seasoning. A little gamey. I think the little gamey would bring out a little bit more flavor in the cigar. drink, Glass of Lagavulin, or maybe some wine, some nice bold red wine. Mm. I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking a nice robust Merlot, maybe. <laughs> oh God. So basically, come on. I'm kidding. come so on, bad. man. My brain is working. You, you what can, t- you, what can you're, tell, you're, tell he's not a wine drinker.
0: Yeah. What, what you're going to do is you're going to blow out your taste buds, get totally boozed up, and then smoke the cigar for a few minutes and then sit on and it and pass out. Yeah, the
3: cigar is great. It is great. <laughs>
0: okay, so that didn't necessarily turn out so well, but you people out there. <laughs> You know, thinking about what you'd like to have with it can make you think about what kind of flavors that you are um, experiencing in the tobacco. It helps you think through what it is you're... Well, what would you like to go with these flavors? That yeah. might help you come up with some ideas of how to describe yeah, it. Yeah, come on,
4: chat. What do we yeah. got? What do we got? So,
3: um... Six for six and, uh salt- Salted English toffees. Mm-hmm. That's English. Uh, That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little salt, a little caramel toffee. Yeah, she's like Dave. She likes her
0: coffee toffee, toffee coffee, salty coffee toffee.
3: Put some toffee in the coffee.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: I never done that ever in my life, but it well. sounds pretty good.
0: All right, now right along with us, we we have a new segment, people. It's brand a new, new segment called the Tobacco University Word of the Week, and this is something that we're going to do to, again, help educating our audience about all things tobacco. And um, I'm a certified tobacconist through Tobacco University. The rest of the guys here are going through that right now. And um, Dave is studying to take the test. And one of the things that he's going to do every week is come up with a word from the Tobacco University handbook that goes along with what it is that we are talking about that week. And Mm. Dave, what
4: is the TU word of the week? The G U word of the week is bouquet. 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 Like a floral bouquet. The smell or the nose of a cigar, um, or pipe tobacco. <laughs> so when you're smelling the cigar, when what's you that about word? P I P. Oh, oh pipe. pipe. Yes, pipe tobacco. <laughs> Definitely.
0: <laughs> okay. And so yes, is that, is that it? Is that, is that all you were going to say? So when, the, the you
4: smell, you, when you're smelling the cigar, when you take it out of the box and you're, you're getting your notes from it, the cold, you know, your cold draw, you're, you're opening a tin and you're, you're smelling the notes and stuff like that, um, that is the bouquet of what you are presented.
3: Thank you for using that in a sentence. We appreciate it.
4: Yes.
0: So with that in mind, Paul, what would you say is the
4: bouquet of this cigar?
0: No, are we? Are we? We're talking about the, sm- the smell of the smoke. It's lit. So yeah, okay. We're not. Right. We're okay. not going right. to talk yeah, about yeah, the yeah. Uh,
4: I'm to smell of the the, you know, the foot. Yeah.
2: Sweet smoke. <laughs> sweet. Basically, like as opposed it, to it, the sweet nuts. No. I mean, I mean, <laughs> no, seriously, it, it's it's got a nice, it, a little bit of smoky aroma, but it's but it's a very is a that sweet undertone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So that's what I'm getting with this. <laughs> Sweet smoky type of.
1: It's a very I don't, I don't, yes. I don't, I
2: don't want to call it flavor. It's just a, a a sweet. I'll I'll term Dave's. I'll say a sweet smoky bouquet.
0: Yep. Yep. Very sweet. Very rich. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a little bit of pepper. Yeah. A little sprinkle. A little sprinkle of pepper. Yeah. In the bouquet there.
3: That mm-hmm. would that would be
4: it's my description nice. as well.
0: Very nice. That would be yours, Dave. Yep. What would yours be? I get. I know, like a Creamy. Yes. Queamy. queamy.
4: queamy. <laughs> a, a Queamy bouquet. And I also get a little bit of peanuts. Peanuts? peanuts? Really?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, specifically, well, what kind of peanuts? Planters. Peanuts. Planters. Shelled okay. or unshelled?
4: Unshelled. Salted.
3: Salted? Roasted? Yeah. Roasted?
4: No, roasted. you're just making that up.
2: That's true. That's what he loves to eat. Mm. It has nothing to do with the fact that you brought in a quart of... Sweet nuts. Planters. Roasted. Yeah. Honey roasted. Unshelled. Salted peanuts. Yes. You know, know the
0: taste. You know, know the that. taste of the milk that's left in the fruit loop bowl after you've eaten all yeah. the. Fruit yeah, dude, you have the milk that's mm. left there. That's the best. That's the. Mm. That is the smell of the aroma. No About like re,
3: Reese's mm. puffs, the milk oh, at the end of the Reese's man. puffs, yeah, right. man. All that is the best. Oh, dude, yeah. like, <laughs> that's, better <laughs> than, <laughs> that's better than pebbles. That's better than the cereal itself.
4: Do you, do you put chocolate milk in your cocoa? No, I, I don't. For what?
3: You got chocolate milk right after you eat the cereal. Over indulgence of god Dude, you are got crazy. you're are you diabetic? But let's you, your let's, might be let's agree I'm on trying. something.
1: I
4: haven't achieved that level yet. <laughs> your cigar
0: mm-hmm. does not taste like no. the milk that's left over from your cocoa puffs. No, it does taste <laughs> like no, it does, it it does, like does. Like You peanuts. may like the milk that's left over from <laughs> no. having your cocoa puffs, but that I'll is not that what creates. tobacco tastes like ever.
1: Hmm.
0: Ever,
2: the in okay. da- Dave's world, it does.
1: In Dave's world, there's, you know,
0: pink, you know, flying unicorns that go around (laughs) everywhere. Okay. Now, um, uh, I have a cigar confession for this week. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Mm. Okay. And the cigar confession for this week is a question that I have been asked by uh, several people. and, And that is, why is my cigar always canoeing? And the key word there is...
3: Always. User error? Well, if they're yeah. always going to... If it is <laughs>
0: happening, if... Now, cigars can canoe because they are improperly rolled, and that can happen. It's a handmade product. If the tobacco is not uh, bunched correctly in the filler, if the binder is not on right, you can... The, the cigar will burn more on one side than it does on the other. That's what canoeing is. Okay. If it happens frequently... And on different cigars, <laughs> the problem is you, my friend. Mm-hmm. It's True how hurts. you it, know it. It's how you are lighting it. And here are the the two things that that I see happen. And when you use a torch to light your cigar, this is really easy to do. One of the things people do is they try and light their cigar too fast. They really want to rush to get it going because they're so excited to get that sweet cigar into their mouth. And so they take the they take, take the it, take the, it, take the lighter it, it. and they blow it right up to the end of the cigar like this. And you've got flames going on. You know, it's it's like a rocket taking off. It's everywhere. And there's flames shooting everywhere. They're we shooting up the thought. side of the cigar and yes, you get it lit real quick. But it's probably not the heat along the foot is probably not all that even and therefore it is going to start to canoe. The other thing that can cause canoeing is if you unevenly light the cigar, mm-hmm. especially if you're not looking at it. If you're just holding it up and going like this, and you don't see what you're doing, you may be getting one side of the cigar hotter than another. Mm-hmm. And you, if you leave, if the if the wrapper is not um, burning evenly as you start uh, the cigar, it's probably going to canoe now if the cigar is rolled correctly and you notice that it can be fixed you can touch up the cigar like you see some of us doing you can take take your um torch and just uh, touch it up a little bit uh the cigar may That's even correct bit. itself yep. but that is one big thing that i see happening a lot and that is that people are trying to light their uh in, in lighting their cigar they're doing it too quick or they are uneven unevenly lighting the They're, cigar. Do you guys notice anything else?
4: Yeah, don't lick your cigar. People do that. I don't know why. But don't Well, we've covered lick that in our previous episode. Well, what
0: does that have to do with it? I could
4: totally uneven the burn. By adding a random amount of moisture all over it? Come on. That's true. That's true. That's true. That is yep. True.
0: yep. He's, he's got some he's got some points there. It's one of those facts of physics, people, that wet things don't burn. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so That's true. Uh, don't slobber all over your cigar before you stick it in your mouth and uh, certainly not the foot of the cigar that you're trying to light. But yeah, Paul, do you have anything to add to that?
2: Uh, if you unevenly light the cigar and you're a power dragger.
1: Mm-hmm. Power <laughs> smoker,
2: Well, I call it power dragger. The first right. few puffs, uh, the, the first few draws in, and they're like this. They're really going at it really hard for the first couple times, and that that light, the the the, the foot, like you say, the lit part of the foot, uh, just takes over that side of the cigar is going to canoe. There's
3: no question. You can also, when you're lighting the cigar as well, what I found out by trial and error, um, turn the cigar. If you're going to mm. light the cigar in your mouth, where 20. I'd say 90 percent or 80 percent would do. Mm-hmm turn the cigar when you're lighting it yep. rotate Toilet. it ro- yep so you can manage so you can manage burning the entire foot um yep. that's what that's what i've done in the past and that's what i still do you need to, it
0: you need to get the, the wrapper bonded fully yep. bonded to the um, binder the binder yep and that's what happens when you burn it and um if you don't get that done right like nick says mm-hmm. yep it's not gonna work that's,
2: that's why I, that's why toasting or teeing it up. Yes. I do that all the time. Toast it. Doesn't matter.
4: <clears throat> toast it. Really, you toast it, it all it, the time.
2: I toast my cigars all the
4: time.
0: Thank you, Paul. You're welcome. Toasty. Toasty. Toast. Let's have a toast. Um, what do we think of the pairing?
4: Ooh, wow. We
2: well, talked so I much think, about this cigar. It's a, I think it's a complimentary pairing, and I think mm. it's bringing out a lot more of the sweetness
3: of the cigar. I agree. Mm. I concur. It.
0: I, I think I concur. Okay. That took a little too long. Yeah, it did. We got to work hard. on your reflexes, yeah, Dave. You know. Okay. you are going to have to do some gym. Mm-hmm. Clean you know. my screeners.
3: We'll do some ball exercises. I don't think after it has this. anything to do no, with cleaning your No, I tapped it twice, and
4: it went off once. Yeah.
3: Uh, uh, oh, stop. <laughs> <drop. laughs> we'll do some ball exercises after this. Uh, You'll okay. get better. Play get us,
0: yeah. you know, those little finger things. We can do yeah, that. The, we the, do yeah. some,
3: you know. Some reaction drills and stuff. Make mm-hmm. sure he's on point.
0: Um, I do think it's a complimentary pairing. I, this is not a very heavy rye. Not rye. at all. No. And um, I think rye. it's got just enough spice to it that it it jazzes with the with the cigar. You know, I, I think the the cigar actually has less spice than mm-hmm. the rye it does, but because it does have some spice. Mm. The sweetness in the cigar kind of plays really well with that. Sweet mm-hmm. and spicy. Yes. You know, that goes really well. I'm enjoying the pairing very much. What are you thinking, Nick? Anything else? No. No?
3: The, no, the, no? No. Dave. he's getting better. He's getting a little better now. Um, the I would think with a rye, you would definitely get that long finish of that, that spice, that bite, but you don't in this one, which is really nice. It really goes well with the cigar develops um, the spice note on there, on the retro hill a little bit more than with nothing or with maybe a single malt. Um, but it goes really, really well with this Jack Rye. It's, it's really incredible. The sweet note, bringing out a little bit more on the sweet note in the cigar. Mm-hmm. Really, really, really nice. Uh, very well.
0: All right, uh, Heather says well. that uh, she says, I love you, Dave, but I think it's more pistachio than peanuts. I'd, I'd have to agree.
3: Possibly. I'd have to agree. But it's did you nuts.
0: read John's? Yeah. He agrees agree with me. I agree with Nick. Steak and red wine.
3: It's that bold, earthy, mm-hmm. gamey, that I would think would be an excellent mm-hmm. food pairing with this. Yeah. Food mm-hmm. drink pairing with this. It would be exceptionally well.
0: Now, you know, Heather, Incredibly a.k.a. Well. A.k.a. Sticks for Chicks said, oh. Sticks for Chicks. <clears throat> That's why I put on my reading glasses to light my cigar. You got to see what you're doing. That's mm-hmm. that's half true. She puts her reading glasses on as like safety glasses. I've seen mm-hmm. her lighter cigars before.
1: <laughs> Is that a good thing protect. or a bad she thing? She needs
0: to protect her eyes from all that flameage that's going on down there. <laughs> good grief! All right. Um, what's <laughs> our final? What's problem. our final verdict here on the seven twenty four one thirteen Toro?
2: It's fantastic.
0: That's your verdict, Dave.
4: Uh, it is, yes, it is. It is absolutely astounding. Astounding. I just want to buy Dixons all day. Okay. Uh, okay.
3: I want to. Okay. I want to drive my plow truck all day, just like Kurt does. That's just kind of what so I want what to do. So, what do you think of the cigar? Oh, yes, the cigar is fantastic. You should buy one if you if you're near one of the shops in Texas or in New Hampshire. Come by, get the cigar. You won't be disappointed. Uh uh-uh. uh
0: Right now, this is my favorite 724 cigar. Absolutely. Yes. Um, I think it's a very, very good blend. It is so smooth and creamy. And I had expected, with it being a Nicaraguan Puro and with it being the Jalapa, which is on that Factory 57, which has a lot more spice to it mm, that than does, this. Yeah. I was expecting this to be a very spicy cigar. Mm-hmm. It's not at all a no. spicy cigar. No. I think... You know, one of Kurt's you know um, goals with cigars that he's involved with is that he wants it to be a cigar that just about anybody can get into. This is definitely Uh, the case with this. If it were really spicy and peppery, that would throw some people out. And so, uh, the creaminess, the smoothness of this cigar, even though it's very rich, Hmm. um, it's like smoking a dessert. You yeah know, it's a great great this would be a great after dinner cigar mm-hmm. yes you know and um yeah i think it's just a great job joe and and uh uh kurt both did a great job in putting this together what, what's your final thoughts paul
2: yeah i i would absolutely agree with you dan this is my favorite 724 cigar so far um it's the, the perfect combination to me for the earthy leather spice and sweet um, really smooth, creamy smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think the, the pairing with the uh, Jack Daniels uh, Rye Whiskey, again, bringing out a lot more of that sweetness of the cigar. It's just, it's just continuing on. Uh, hats off to you, Kurt. This has been a phenomenal, phenomenal cigar.
0: All right. Well, that's our final thoughts on the cigar. We're going to show you a little video right now while we get ready to switch hats and smoke some pipe tobacco. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. All right, everybody, we are back, and we are going to continue our Tasting Notes show, Smoking This, Peterson's My Mixture 965. Now, of course, that used to be a Dunhill um, brand, and um, in 2018, when Dunhill stopped making uh, pipe tobacco, um, Scandinavian Tobacco Group, which had been making it for them for a good long while... um, picked up the rights to the recipe and put it under the Peterson brand, which they already owned. So it's the same thing that had been made before under Dunhill for at least the last um, 10, 15 years, however long they've been producing it for. It's been a a good long while, not just a recent changeover. And um, it is one of the most popular pipe tobaccos that are out there. And it says on the back of the tin, balanced smoking tobacco, with a cool flavor brown cavendish accompanied by light oriental tobaccos and small latakia leaves english mm-hmm. mixture yeah. um there is a cavendish a, a virginia cavendish latakia orientals and virginia in this there's no flavoring in it it is a ribbon cut tobacco and paul we're drinking something else with the pipe tobacco here what are we uh, cool. drinking here
2: we're going back to one of my all well, not all-time favorites, but one of my earlier all-time favorites. Uh, I I used to be a big Grand Marnier fan mm. many years ago. I was drinking this with back in the early days when I was smoking cigars, probably in the late '90s through the early 2000s, and uh, this was my drink of choice. Uh, this is before I ever really got into <laughs> the the pairing world, so to speak. But uh, yeah, so tonight we're we're drinking the original Grand Marnier. Uh, which is a cognac-based orange-flavored liqueur.
1: Mm.
0: And we each have a little cube in there. I think we have a little cut bit cut down cube. on the sweetness a little bit. Yeah,
2: they, they recommend, and I, that's how I used to drink it, uh, mm-hmm. just a couple of ice cubes and uh, just uh, just a wonderful, nice, sweet orange. Are you going to
0: forgive Paul for putting ice cube in your drink, Nick? Yeah, I got to. I love the guy.
2: I, I feel that we all need to be on the same wavelength, so to speak, tonight. No
4: cognitive distance. Cognitive? Cognitive distance in pom Did
2: you record that, Dave? I hope so. <laughs> Cognitive, Cognitive distance. <difference>?
0: Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, let me tell you a little bit about this blend here. Um, My Mixture 965 was originally blended by Alfred Dunhill, the guy who started Dunhill, and was a longtime favorite of Dunhill line of tobaccos uh, since its introduction in, a, in around 1912. This tobacco has been around for a long time, more than a century. Now, um, if you're like me, you kind of ask yourself the question, why would you name something My Mixture 965? It's kind of like Lane's, you know, 1Q. One One Q. One Q. What does that mean? Nobody at Lane Limited or a Scandinavian Tobacco Group even knows what it means. Um, and hence, I think you see a lot of people renaming it We Call one Q Granite State because it just sells better under a different name. But this my mixture nine six five. What does it mean? Well, when um, <clears throat> the Dunhill um, Duke Street uh, shop opened in London in nineteen oh seven, it was a bespoke tobacco shop. And what does bespoke mean? It means that bespoke. It means that things are made and tailored for you. It wasn't a shop where you went in and said, ooh, look, a tin of this. I'll take a tin of that. It was a place where you went, and you would come to the shop and have individual custom-fitted blends made for you. That's what bespoke means, which were then recorded, noted, and numbered in his My Mixture book. And at the end, by the close of the 20th century, there were some 36,700 mixtures wow in that book this is 965 that's a very low number yeah, out is. of 36000 i wonder what number one was so what was. you're saying
4: is is that the person would go in and described the bouquet they wanted
0: the bouquet <sighs> they wanted the tastes they wanted yeah right the wow. kind of tobaccos that maybe they wanted in very there nice. and something would be tailor made for that person and you would go in and you'd say i'd like number you know 408 please you know, that's, that's, how it was, that's how it was done. That's pretty cool. Um, Should bring that back. Now, when he, when, you know, as he started to expand the business, he realized that doing this bespoke thing um, kind of needed to change a little bit. He needed to have some tobaccos that were ready to go. He needed some tints. He needed some ready-made mixtures that people could buy in bulk instead of having every single customer who came into the shop get a brand new thing. And so he started uh, taking some things from his My Mixture list uh, that he wanted to make more widely available. And 965 was one of those blends. Um, Now, TobaccoReviews.com says that My Mixture 965 is a Pipe pipe Tobacco Hall of Fame inductee. Nice. I was very curious as to what that means because I have not, for the life of me, been able to find any Pipe Tobacco Hall of Fame anywhere and the best thing that i that i have found is that in some older version of the tobacco review site they actually had a hall of fame section of the website and this was one of those uh listed on that site started
4: not just blowing smoke now
0: that said anything that has been available on the market for more than 100 years Mm is a pretty freaking awesome tobacco by all accounts. People really, really like it. Um, Now, one of the, as we kind of continue our discussion here on tasting and pipe tobacco, one of the things that um, we noticed as we started out the show, you know, when we started out back in August of, of, uh, um, was it 20? Yeah. 2019, you know, um, I was really the only avid pipe smoker. Everybody else was kind of just, coming on board with that but one of the things that was really interesting was that you know and I you guys can attest to this right that it it, you started finding it a whole lot easier to pick out what tobaccos were in blends you know with pipe tobacco than it was with cigars I mean Mm -hmm. and this is still true for me I can't smoke a cigar and say "Ooh, that's from Esteli and you know, uh, that's definitely a Jalapa wrapper. And that's definitely this in the binder. And, and I, I'm I'm not that proficient at this. But with pipe tobacco, it's a whole lot easier to say, okay, I, I'm tasting some Virginias in this. Yeah. I'm tasting some Burleys in this.
3: The taste is more
0: pronounced. You know, so one of the things that I thought I would do is talk about the different types of tobacco that are out there. And their basic flavor profiles. And then specifically highlight the ones that are in this blend and see what you guys taste as far as individual things and then combined, what other flavors you're getting overall. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So one of the tobaccos that's in this English blend and um, is a very, very common uh, type of tobacco is called cavendish mm. and cavendish is not a type of tobacco in and of itself cavendish is a process that uh, certain tobaccos are undergone basically where they are steamed and and uh pressed and that brings out the natural sugars that are in the leaf and part of that process um takes away some of the tobacco flavors too it kind of gets steamed out basically and um, if you're smoking a tobacco that has been flavored with something say vanilla or cherry or coffee or donuts or whatever you want to do that flavoring is added to the steam and stuff that is used to make the cavendish and as the um, And the leaf will absorb that flavor as it's going through that process but in this particular case an unsweetened Cavendish a Cavendish that has doesn't have any kind of added flavor to it is going to have a very mild taste and it's going to be kind of creamy and kind of have a nice underlying sweetness to it maybe even like a brown
4: sugar kind of like a sweetness okay
0: um, are you picking any of that up in me, this? Me tobacco and Paul beer?
4: smoked it earlier, and uh, one of the things I said was it was like a light brown sugar, yep. kind of a sweetness to it, yes. and mm-hmm. it is still holding true for me.
0: Do you uh, concur, Nick?
4: I do concur, Danny.
0: Mm-hmm. And Paul, you, you I concur? concur.
2: I, I double concur, yes. You double concur. I do, yes. Okay. That that's the, first, that's the first notes that I, I picked up when I had the first few draws was this, the, the sweet. Uh, and again, I was looking up a little bit more on the, the brown. It, it said it has brown Cavendish. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, because the, the tin doesn't necessarily say it has Virginia's in there. Right. But Cavendish can be either Virginia or Burley. Correct. So I was assuming, based on the brown Cavendish, that it had Virginia... Uh, that's what—that's the Virginia tobacco mm-hmm. that they use to make that. Yes. So that, to me, not knowing there was any Virginia in this, I would assume that the brown Cavendish was where I was getting the sweetness from. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Am, am I correct with that?
0: Yep. Yep. Mm. Okay. Bravo. Bravo. Now, Virginias are another popular tobacco that's in just about everything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, yeah. f- common flavor profiles you get from Virginias are hay. Or grass, bread, fruit, and citrus, depending on the, the kind of Virginia it is and what kind of process or, or um, aging process and maturing. maturing. What's the word I'm looking for? Aging? Aging process it's gone through. Um, and then there are Burleys. Burleys also a very popular tobacco from which Cavendish is made. And one of the reasons that people use Burley to create Cavendish is that Burley has a very low sugar content. And so as you steam it and you press it, um, it's going to readily absorb flavors that are added to it because there's very little sugar content Mm -hmm. in it. Um, But Burley by itself um, has a lot of nutty notes to it. There's some wood notes, cocoa, earth, it's those kind of flavors that uh, go with burleys. Would one Q be a burley? One uh, Q, one Q is a Cavendish. Okay, and it's got some, it's got some uh, uh, vanilla topping on the Cavendish, and I believe that it is a, um, a burley Cavendish, but I'm, I can't say that one hundred percent for certain. Um, another tobacco. Uh, type that's out there that is in this blend are orientals Mm -hmm. and orientals are um uh they often bring kind of floral notes Mm. or sweet and sour kind of things or an herbal kind of taste Mm. uh some spice not a pepper spice but like a almost like a savory kind of a spice and, and I get I get
2: a lot of that when, when, whenever we have a tobacco that has orientals. I notice that oh, more on the retrohale. Right. Mm-hmm.
4: Yes. retro Retrohale yes. is unbelievably amazing in this.
0: And then uh, there's latakia, which is a, a, a kind of like Cavendish is um, a tobacco that has undergone a particular process. Um, it's you know basically an oriental type of tobacco that's similar to to burley that is um, smoke cured over aromatic woods for a period of six months. And over that period of time, the smoke um, catches on to the uh, uh, tobacco and imparts a lot of its flavorings to the tobacco. And so it's used more as a condiment than anything else. I do know people who smoke this stuff straight. (laughs) Yep. Um, But that's a dangerous thing to do. Yes. Um, Latakia is a very, very potent tobacco, and it is, uh, go figure, smoky. Uh, It's got another word that you could use to describe it as a mesquite, Mm -hmm. a mesquite kind of wood flavor. Uh, There's a mustiness to it, Uh, leather notes Mm. to the uh, Latakia. And then the last kind of pipe tobacco that I'll talk about is another tobacco that's undergone a process. It's called Parikh. Mm. Oh, and yeah. uh, Perique, uh takes a particular kind of tobacco, and again, it's a process done to it that it is put into um, barrels that are put under enormous amounts of pressure. And when I say enormous, I mean many, many tons of pressure um, over a period of nine months. And at several points in that process, the leaves are, baby. are taken out and turned over and, and rotated, and then they're pressed again. And um, uh, the result is this uh, really, really dark uh, tobacco that has kind of notes of figs or raisins or black pepper. It's it's kind of like the pepper of uh pipe tobacco and again it's a very condiment based thing it's used in very little bits because it's very very strong in and of itself now in the tobacco we're smoking we've got a virginia cavendish we've got orientals we've got uh, latakia what are some of the flavors that you guys are picking up from from this
4: mix together in my face cavendish absolutely
2: Definitely
0: get the Cavendish.
2: In your face, Cavendish is what you are picking your up, Dave. Face really? That's a
3: really it's that's the right flavor there. you're picking
0: up. I didn't know that was a flavor.
3: <laughs> it's Dave's flavor. Taking it like, out the flavor town.
4: Like okay, so we'll, we'll
0: we'll go to Nick. Sugar. What flavors are you picking up? I've given you lots of time to think about this, Nick.
3: I know. Every time. I go and think about it. I always take a sip of the Grand Meunier.
4: Yep, and that messes you up. And right?
3: it does. It confuses my palate because the the stop finish, drinking, Nick. stop drinking. I can't stop. Um, <laughs> the Grand not. Meunier has a very long, sweet finish. Even mm-hmm. though Paul put in a few ice cubes to kind of water it down a little yep. bit or to cut it, didn't help. Um, Chill it. it. It's very good. It's very good. <sighs> brings back a lot of uh, a lot of memories. You're not helping of... the people who are trying to learn how to taste out here. I know. It's good. I want a drink. <laughs> well, some personal stuff about me there. Mm-hmm. Um, some Orientals, some Cavendish that's, that's in not there. A flavor either. All right. Damn it!
2: Um, why don't I say the date? Yeah. Why don't you say the date? Okay, okay. These, I'll say these, the date. Go ahead. Guys. So it's
3: tough. It's very tough on this one.
2: So the 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 notes that I'm picking up uh, uh, right from the Fierce Fruit draws is going to be a lot of sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, wood notes the uh the floral is uh, incense from mm-hmm. the orientals mm-hmm. uh some bread notes as well mm-hmm. very very well balanced but the the sweet notes to me are the most pronounced notes yep. and again when i was talking about the brown cavendish mm-hmm. uh, again not knowing there was any virginias in this mm-hmm. i immediately said well the brown cavendish is is made from Virginia's, which I would assume that's what it was, that's yep. where I was getting the sweetness from. Right. But if there is brown Cavendish and Virginia's, clearly the sweetness is the most pronounced notes I'm getting.
0: Yeah. Now, tobaccoreviews.com says there's Virginia in it as well. Yeah. The tin just says brown the Cavendish, brown Cavendish right. which, in my research, you know, is a Cavendish that's made from Virginia. So yes. maybe, you know, which do you want to believe? I don't know.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm gonna um, I'm gonna say you're right. There's probably brown <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> and therefore the sweet. But the, the sweet notes is the uh, the dominant fl- uh, flavors that I'm getting from this. Yeah,
0: incredibly sweet. Yes, creamy, smooth. Mm. Um, there's some light fruit notes, bread notes. Uh, in the cigar there's a little it's, bit of spice uh, on there I, there's a yeah there's some spice Nice spice in there the the key is really kind of more background way background you yeah you've got that smoky musty mm, you I know it's part of flavor that kind now. of imparts itself to everything else but um you know the the bouquet of <laughs> the pipe hey! tobacco here it has a really good floral note to it and yeah. it, it's very herbal little bit of nice spice to it yeah. it's very it's 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 an all-day kind of english block. oh I, I was I was
2: actually it's funny you should say that dan because mm-hmm. i was thinking to myself when dave and i were having a bowl mm-hmm. uh earlier today i said yeah. this could easily be an all-day smoke mm. and i and i know it says it has some flakes of latakia <sighs> mm-hmm. but I don't pick up really any of that. To me, mm.
4: I feel like it's no. it's like on the bottom of the retro of retro hill, you know. You get that you know, little bit of smoke riding right below that bouquet. Of, uh, <laughs> yet you lives. are
0: not describing any tastes at, <laughs> at all. <laughs> I thought I
4: was it's, it's, bouquet. is just you just, you, not just a you just throwing out the of, words, a floral bouquet. There you go. Okay. okay a floral bouquet. Floral. floral yes, notes. you could say floral. Floral. Mm-hmm. The floral notes are on top of like a mesquite barbecue, but it's it's very. I don't get a lot of barbecue. ones.
2: No, it's not. It's not black
3: Irish X. I get some of that smoky mesquite <laughs> in the retro hill. That's what I
4: just said. That's what I just. Said. I said
0: that. No, you said. I taste this and that.
3: This <laughs> <laughs> is. I
0: taste
4: skew. no, yeah, with floral notes. I think Just with the drink
3: for me, with the drink, it's kind of the
4: floral is prominent. It's
3: the because the drink is so sweet, my palate can't discern the sweetness in the tobacco from the drink. So all it's kind of picking up is that. Okay. We're so stop drinking. Well, no, 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 no. We're, no, we're, no, we're, no, we're, no. we're going to well, give no. you a couple of minutes without the drink to Let's see, see if you can pick up the
2: true flavors of the tobacco.
3: Yeah. Let me cleanse the palate. Yeah. My goodness. goodness yeah. I
0: don't, I don't, you know, get any kind of... Uh, Barbecuiness.
3: No, it's it's, it's, it's in the retro. Hail.
0: It's more of a smoked.
2: Retro Hale is picking up a lot of the Orientals. The the, yes. the, the floral, the intense with a, just a tad tad bit of spice, but it's
0: super is,
4: that's, smooth. That's, that's scary. No, it's, it's, no. it's me. not really to me. It's like a, a little bit of mesquite, but the major part of the retro, I think is you, floral. I think you want it to be mesquite, but it's yeah. not. No, I, the, the, not.
3: I, I would have to probably go with uh with Dave on this one. The, ah. the mesquite in the retro hail for me, the retro hail is just really pronounced. Um, it the there is some you know, now that I I cleanse my palate a little bit with the water, it, the sweetness is. Uh, kind of tiptoeing along in on my palate but that mesquite and smokiness on the retro hill with a little bit of spice is super pronounced I, I i know you guys think that maybe i'm making it up and i'm trying to you know stay on dave's side here but it is it for Thanks. me it is it you know what i mean dave could be you know not just blowing smoke over here oh. but um,
4: I think you're both just blowing smoke.
3: Cool. Sounds good. And,
4: yeah. I will continue to blow smoke through my nose and enjoy this wonderful like, retro ale.
2: But it is good, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. Nick, that's uh, all you're going to be doing is blowing smoke because we're not letting you drink for the rest of the
3: night. That's <laughs> we, we, uh <laughs> I should call uh, the police and have you guys arrested yeah, the, for that. There's a backy police. It's that's okay. that's, uh, mm-hmm. domestic violence, if, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. They're busy doing <laughs> other things. Yeah. <laughs> That's another show. God, that, another yes, that's a whole other show. Yes, it is.
0: Um, uh, but this might be a uh, good segue to another new segment that we're mm-hmm. going to be doing, and that is, is Paul just blowing smoke?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So I have a statement that I'm going to say, and I want you guys to statement. I want you guys to think about it and see if I'm blowing smoke.
0: So it's true or false kind of a thing, right? Yes.
4: Okay. There we go. Uh,
2: you know Is I'm. Paul, you, you know You, I'm, hear this you, chat, you know right? I'm a dog lover. Now in my adult life, I've had four dogs mm. in my life. Okay. Um, in the last twenty years or so, mm-hmm. and they all love to go on walks or have loved to go on walks. A dog yeah. walk. Having said that, in all my years of walking my dogs, I I have never not smoked a cigar on That's my walks a with my negative. dogs. Okay, I. You. I have always. always okay, I have. I, thank you. I will reterm it for Dave, who can understand this. <laughs> I, I have always smoked a cigar <laughs> on all my dogs' walks. That's false. False.
1: True.
4: True. Mm. True. <laughs> That's
2: it. That's all you're gonna say.
4: I don't know. You're not yeah. gonna. You're
2: not gonna like try to.
4: I think you snuck a pipe in there once.
2: No, Dave. I never smoked a pipe on my walks ever. <sighs> so I'll rephrase it again. I have always smoked a cigar on every single walk with all my dogs.
3: That I would have to that... say that's false. False. True.
2: It is absolutely true.
3: Damn. Yeah. Yes. I thought there maybe be were yeah. I thought there maybe be one correct. in there. That you would have been like, oh, I don't have a cigar. I'm still going to walk the dogs.
2: And it doesn't matter if it's raining out or snowing out or 90 plus degrees out. It doesn't make a difference. If I'm going out for a walk with my dog. He's smoking. Well, I have one dog now, but I had three golden retrievers in my, you know, earlier adult life. Without fail, if I'm going to go out on a normal walk with them. Yeah. I would always have a cigar.
0: Excellent. How do you keep a cigar going in the rain? Mm. I can understand well, how you keep it why, going. Well, that's
2: why they invented umbrellas.
0: Oh, okay. So that you is, where, okay? That. All right. That, that I mean, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not going to go out there in a pouring rain and and
2: you know they don't mind getting wet, but I mean, I like certainly yeah, but how do. How do
0: you pick up the dog's you know little poopy doos if you're holding the umbrella and the cigar? It, it's I mean, it's not that it's difficult. you if you take your time. You've got the leash. You've got the umbrella. There's both hands right there. That's okay.
3: You gotta put the cigar in your mouth. You hold an Yeah, MMO. but
0: if you got the leash and you got the umbrella. That sounds like I a did, conspiracy.
4: You, you
3: hold <laughs> you hold the umbrella and the leashes in one hand. Oh, that's dangerous. Well, it depends. If you if they're disciplined, which I know Paul uh, their dogs their dogs are disciplined. they'll sit, they'll stay, and he can do what he's gotta do. And with the, do-do. the do do. <laughs>
4: they can do the do. You make do with what you have. That's you make do it. with what you have
3: he
2: makes it work correct paul makes it work mm-hmm. next question i was actually in in and well I'll make another i'll make another statement here too he says in, in, in cole
0: go down there and pick that up no no no
2: <laughs> no, oh, no 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 he's never on these walks it's <laughs> always so me okay but i was in the development that i was living in for a number of years development mm-hmm. i was he always was i was yeah I was always I'll say neighborhood day for you who going to understand that. In the neighborhood that I was living in in the beginning, yes. they 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 didn't really know me that well, but they would say, "That's the guy who's always smoking a cigar when he's walking his dog." Nice. That's how that's how they knew me. Before Very they even right. knew anything about me, That's what I was known as. The guy who's always smoking a cigar,
3: walking his dog. Danny, can I have my drink back, please? No. (laughs) Man. There's nothing that I can drink here, man. Yeah, I know. And now I'd like to know what you actually taste. (sighs) So what do you taste? Some sweetness, some spice. (laughs) Just gonna tell you what you want. uh, 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 (laughs) No, no, I'm getting (laughs) it back. You're not getting it back. That's not fair at all. Tell me what you taste. (laughs) I just told you. I huh. get a little yeah, bit of I, taste. Tobacco note. Ah, hit the hit the stinger. A lot of tobacco notes. There you go. Like I don't know I don't why. Know why? Well, it's tobacco. Nick. Um, but, um, this, this, this. This sweet. <laughs> <laughs> come on, this is man. is so painful. It's so you guys painful. are killing me, man. I'm just trying
0: to get you to actually taste. The I tobacco.
3: am, man. This look. It's 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 come. It's great. It's, it's, it's pipe, great. Nick. It's, I know it's pipe. <laughs> um, it's just it's complex. It is complex. There's a lot of sweetness. I'm getting more of that musty, smoky mystique. Mesquite. Mesquite. Mystique. Yeah. That, uh, that, 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 that
0: smoky mist. Give that back, please. Thank
3: you, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Nick list. has
2: been
0: removed from the panel.
2: <laughs> yes, thank you.
3: Thanks,
0: Jim. <laughs> All right. And uh, but before Nick goes, uh, we have another news segment for you, yeah. uh, which is going to be kind of a fun thing, and that is the nicotine meme
3: of the week. I made sure I keep the, the nicotine
0: meme, the nickel meme, the of nickel the week. meme. What do you think I, of that
4: nickel meme? I like it. You like that? I do. Nickel I, meme I like of the week. Much, nickel meme much. of the week. Can we can we explain this meme?
3: We could. I I so I was looking at. I got the text the other night, and I had to. You know come up with this a meme that's significantly clean for the show for the viewers and make sure that it wasn't too crazy or dirty mm-hmm. so the first meme i came across i i researched like a thousand memes a lot of them were uh, a little off color and mm-hmm. a little over the line really yeah, a little why, bit why with why you, do with I have you, no with you really yeah okay. <laughs> so this is the first one that i saw and i immediately thought of dave uh so from here on out, I'll have a meme for each and every one of us for the show. Um, but I saw that when I immediately thought of Dave. And I'm like, yeah, that's definitely Dave. That's like definitely what he does on his days off right Star Wars. there. So that's a, a perfect night. It says what a perfect what a perfect day looks like. And it's his bed, hot cocoa, Star Wars, and a fireplace. But the fireplace, he doesn't have. So but he'll still, have it.
4: it's, it's still like literally like when I go home, I'm gonna so go to out watch four. Three out episode four. of Clone yeah. Wars and go to bed. Like, it, it's that's gonna it. happen. It, yeah. The
3: fireplace will be on his TV. He'll crank the heat like he has a real fireplace and he'll go to bed. So that meme was for Dave. The mm-hmm. next one will be for Danny, Pastor Padron. Okay.
1: <laughs>
3: I can't wait till you get to me. Oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, oh, it's gonna, gonna, be, it's gonna be biblical. Oh, really? Mm. It's going to be biblical. Okay.
0: Incredibly well. <laughs> no, that's no Dave. <laughs> you've, you've had too much to drink. Dave. Really?
3: Yeah. I concur.
0: Yes. Okay. <laughs> are you ready for a little Would You Rather? Yeah. We are ready we ready for a little You we actually
4: have a stinger for.
0: All right. Mm-hmm. There we go. Well, you, it's not like you didn't have time to make stingers for everything else. Hey, you know,
4: it's complicated work. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
0: There we go. Yeah. Okay. Um, this would you rather question is for everybody, everybody, everybody,
4: including chat.
0: Well, Dave, That's they everybody. can answer it if they'd like, Okay, they can answer That's it if they'd chat. like. Come on, chat. All right. And the question is this, mm. would you rather always be forgetting your cutter Ooh. or always forgetting your lighter? Oh, oh
4: Damn. Well, that's easy for me to answer. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would rather always be forgetting my cutter because really? I have a knife on me. Always. Man. So, regardless of whether or not. I was going to say, if you were
0: going to say something like, because I know that Dan always has his cutter. Well, there's
4: that too, but I always no, have a knife. No. I have <laughs> my Leatherman on me at all times. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dad. So, God yes. rest his soul. Yes. God rest
3: his soul. Good
4: man
0: right mm-hmm. there. Nick, would you rather yes, always oh. be losing your cutter or your lighter?
3: Oh, God. It, it'd it be my cutter. It would definitely be my cutter. Why? And then? Because you can always bite your cigar, even though it's bite. not recommended it's at all. At all. But if you can light the cigar, then... happiness. Then then there's happiness. At least you can light it. At least you can light it. So for me, it would be my cutter because I can always grab something sharp and you know cut it or just bite it. Um,
4: You can always buy a chisel.
3: Yeah, a chisel. You could just pop it. But Mm -hmm. as far as regular cigars, it would you would have a really hard time with a torpedo, which I have done in the past, which is a total bleep show. Um,
0: Why do I have no trouble believing that he actually did that? <laughs> I did, man. I've got my cutter. I'll just bite like, despise it.
3: Just bite it. Um, but I yeah, it would be—it be, it would be the cutter. I would—I can go my whole life without the cutter. Um, but lighter—I would need a lighter. I would need some sort I of. I concur. Yes, concur. Paul, you can't smoke a cigar without a lighter. Yep.
2: And I do agree with Nick to a degree that you can bite off your. If you need to bite yeah, on the end of your the cigar <laughs> to get it going,
4: wow! That is so bad timing. That however, just
2: however, ridiculously I will I, bad. so I will take it a step further. Go. I would rather forget my or, or not be without my cutter. But if you ask someone for a cut, you have no idea where that cutter's been. That's mm-hmm. true. That's why I always I would rather bite it. So I would rather have my lighter. For I sure. Would
0: rather stick it in my own mouth than stick it in someone else's cutter that's heads of gods in their mouth.
2: Because we all know yeah. with that, we all know with we, we, we all have seen, <laughs> we all have seen we all have seen we all have seen what happens with that community cutter. Where are we at? Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, I can cut. I can cut my cigar with my fingernails. Well Most most caps.
3: Can, yeah. Most caps. You can do that. You can. You can. You can
0: do that. that. I know. I know. You know, a number of people, um, Edgar, for instance, never Edgar. uses a cutter.
4: So really? He wears just, an egg to just he just go around and does it, with, and so does it to, with his fingers. So that's why he has a long fingernail. He's, you
0: know, but if you got got li- even just a little bit of a fingernail, you can just kind of go around there and you can pull off a nice little thing. So you don't need a cutter. But lighters, yeah. Yeah. I, fire. You I need a lighter. And that's, Thank you, that's, Prometheus. that is important for a whole bunch of other things, too. Um, so i would rather always now in a best of all possible worlds though either i have, I have both and usually i have several of each yeah like not necessarily in it like i'll keep some in my i'll keep a, a a lighter and a cutter in my coat pocket and i'll have a lighter and a cutter in my pants pocket mm-hmm. absolutely so that you know you know, just in case, just in case I you have no redundancies. I have learned that redundancy yeah. is major. I have two lighters. So me, two lighters
3: for me, yeah. for me, I have for me, me oh. for me, for me. So you can't disagree with anything this, I'm saying because this, for me, this, well, just like you, Danny, mm-hmm. I, I always keep you. a lot. Li- I love you too. Aww, um, bonding moment. Absolutely. Uh, only on not just blowing smoke. <laughs> Um, I have a lighter and cutter always mm. in my box. I have a lighter and cutter in every room in my house. Mm. I do. I swear to God.
0: I keep them in the bathroom. I
3: in dude, I have. I have my Dupont. Man. I have my Dupont cutter and lighter in the I bathroom next DuPont to the sink because <laughs> that's where the good I stuff have, is. <laughs> it is just in case. I have my my Duponts in the bathroom right next to my beard oil. Uh and my combs.
0: That sounds dangerous. Laurel.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Woo <laughs> <laughs> Really. <laughs> in, my, in my bedroom on my bureau. Beard oil and, oil and the
0: methane <laughs> in the bathroom. I mean <laughs> that's not just flowing flowing flow. for
4: it.
3: In my bedroom on that's my bureau. It. On Kaboom. my bureau next to my colognes, I have a lighter and a cutter. Nothing fancy, just a regular single flame jet mm-hmm. and a regular uh guillotine cutter. Yeah. In my smoking room I have several cutters and lighters. Mm-hmm. In my car, I have yep. a cutter and lighter in the center console. Yeah, console. Plus a refill of butane, just in case. Mm-hmm. Uh In my truck, I also have truck. a lighter and a cutter and a knife. Knife. Um.
0: Okay, that, we get the picture, Nick. You have a yeah. lot. Pictures painted. All right. Uh, on on yeah. my motorcycle, uh, in my
3: back seat, okay. I have a
4: lighter and a cutter right, as we, well. We, we get it. Yes. Okay, we, I have we, cutters we, everywhere. Dependency. Yes, we we get it. Thank, Thank you. you. Come come again. Just make yes. sure.
0: Good. good. Yep. Yep, right. we got it. Uh, Heather says, cigar smokers are very chivalrous. They will lend you a cutter or a lighter. I will never use another man's cutter, uh, but will you use another woman's? Ooh. Except for a handful of you, and you know who you are. Yes. <laughs> I hope it will be me. I love game. you, Heather. Yeah, I'm sure she's not t-
4: talking about you, Dave. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But, uh, that's true. Uh, people are very chivalrous, but uh, people who... Um, are uh, in the business and who know their way around it cigars begins. and have any idea of how people are at all, will be very particular about who they lend their cutter to. And uh, will be very wary of it. But I'm very happy to lend my cutter to a customer who's left their mm. their cutter in the car or they've left it at home or they you know they don't have one there.
1: Mm. And I am because not because
0: I have seen them you know, bring the cigar to the counter. I mm-hmm. can see that it's still in the cellophane. Mm-hmm. Can I use borrow your cutter? Yes, you may borrow my cutter. Mm-hmm. And typically what I will do is I will take their cigar Correct. and I will cut it
4: for yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. I back. Yes. Yeah. I, I usually it. cut so it. I, I think, may I'll, I cut it for you? Yeah, I'll It'll cut it
3: way. right after the purchase. Yeah. As soon as they're paying for it, if they're going upstairs to our lounge, they don't have a cutter on them or a lighter, <laughs> I hand them some matches and I'll grab the cigar from them unwrap it cut it properly and a lot of people will be like oh well there's just a little little snip there that's how you, you cut. Say, that's yes. how you properly cut the cigar mm-hmm. um but i usually i'll cut it for them
0: yeah now you can you can you can it, it, this happened once to you there was a, a customer oh yes who came yep. and asked if they could borrow a cutter yeah and you gave them a I store, did. you gave them a store cutter. Yep. It was, you know, it wasn't, I don't know if it was not. It was, was yours not my not, cutter, no. But it was, a, you know, a store cutter. Yep. And they promptly took the cigar.
3: Licked it. Licked
0: it, you know, the, put the, the whole head of the cigar in their mouth. And then cut the cigar. And they handed the cutter back and Nick said, no, no. that's
3: yours (laughs) that was was priceless i was not i was not taking that (laughs) no No, not there's like your cigar there's not enough there's not not. enough hand sanitizer in the world
1: Mm. that
3: despise it he he does despise it i do as well Uh, there's not enough hand sanitizer in the world or surface cleaner or bleach that i would use on that Mm -hmm. and reuse that that is yours for life my friend yeah enjoy it you just got a free cutter
0: now I know you can you can disinfect and that clean is cutters, but but uh, frankly you know working with little double guillotine things, I am mm. not really interested in trying to disinfect it.
3: No, that no. you're
0: you're getting you know you're getting dicey territory. You're yeah. getting dicey territory, just you know as in dicing your fingers. <laughs> I really oh, yeah. do not want to do that. So you know Nick did the right thing and just gave the guy the cutter and said, uh, no, that's yours.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Beautiful And
0: then meat. gave him the evil Ooh, eye. Lie. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, really, Dave? You're, hey, you're, he really, yeah. all right. you, you need to stop.
3: You need to stop. Just yeah. cool it. Take
0: take, take his alcohol Nick
3: right. He's, He's already pretty done. Pretty. Take his soundboard. Just, yeah, he needs yeah, to take, take, a, the soundboard. take the soundboard. Need to, I'll take <laughs> the keyboard and the mouse, too. That doesn't make
0: you look any better, Dave.
3: No, you actually, kind of makes. It, yeah, stop hitting yeah. buttons.
0: Don't don't hit any more buttons. buttons. Buttons, buttons, Don't don't do any of your little sound effects either from your mouth. <gasps> yeah, like that. Don't don't do that. Don't do that.
3: Huh. Sanitize, sanitize, sanitize while singing "Happy Birthday" five times. Is that's is that uh? Insane. I'm
0: not sure what that means. Heather. That's, uh, is that Heather that's does that insane. mean that insane. that's a,
3: that you're supposed to is that what sanitize your hands and sing happy birthday five times i think that's a lot of sanitizing yeah, we are going it.
2: down a rabbit hole where there's no coming back it yeah. is yeah we're I already over pull th- us back
0: i think we need to stop that yeah. uh, so um what is we? what is the final verdict now on the peterson my mixture nine six
3: five delicious i get a little sweet I got a little sweet. Come on now. This is about tasting. Those Man, I just, it. I'm trying. Again. I, I, again. It's good. It's delicious. It's good. it's good. That's not a
0: taste. It's not a flavor.
3: It's, look. It, look, it's nice not a flavor. <laughs> some nice, uh, a lot subtle nice sweetness. It's not a flavor. Go subtle buy. sweetness with some smoky, some mystique. Mesquite. 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 I keep messing up that word. No. M- municipal. Don't be, thinking, little, sorry. Don't be thinking
0: about the X-Men. I this can't is, help
3: it, man. There's a lot of Wolverine stuff going on in the internet saying think, he's coming back. Take anyway, Anyways,
0: Wolverine does not look anything like Mystique.
3: No. <laughs> but she well, fought her a lot. Yeah, they they fought each other. Yeah. 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 But she um,
0: fought
4: her a lot. <laughs> but that what you <laughs> said. Fought her a lot. Thank you. Yeah.
3: They have this Crown crazy Alms, relationship die. going on. Okay. But anyways, um, I, I get a lot of that Smoky Mystique. Mystic. I <laughs> Dave, <laughs> Dave, <laughs> Dave. Next. Right, Dave, what's, next what's your of, thoughts, please? Next. Oh, yeah, I'm going to sit here and just drink this. I guess this yeah, that's,
0: that's probably good. Uh, just go ahead and drink.
3: To all the viewers out there. Oh, this,
4: this yummy brown taste. <laughs> yummy. It's oh, so hot. prevalent. And the retrohale is so floral <laughs> with an undertone of mesquite.
3: And, and that's where the yeah. show went off the rails, everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, so half of Dave's talk had to do with the taste and flavors. Paul, can you rescue us, Yes, I will do that,
2: sir. So it's it's got an absolute pronounced sweetness to it right off the bat. Uh, A lot of nice uh, floral uh, incense on the retrohale, a little bit of wood, a little bit of bread. Incredibly well-balanced. Mild to medium, Mm -hmm. all-day smoke. Uh this is this uh, This actually surprised me too. I was mm. I was not expecting these type of flavors from this when I was reading the tin. Right? I thought this was a lot, crazy. A lot more lighter uh than I expected and a lot more sweeter. This is this is fantastic. You <laughs>
4: should have said like flavor bomb on like, it.
2: Sweet bomb is more sweet like bomb. it. Yeah, this yeah, is really bomb. really good.
4: Mm. Unbelievable.
0: Very sm- sweet, incredibly smooth. Um and incredibly well. No, Dave. Incredibly smooth. Incredibly smooth. You are digging yourself a major hole. (laughs) Don't worry. I'll get the incredible sweet. Not only can you not describe actual tastes and smells, but you can't even hit the right buttons on the soundboard.
4: Caramel. A toffee. Caramel a toffee. That's the thing.
0: There is a nice smokiness in the background of this very woody Ready, uh, leathery kind of flavor that's there. It is really, really good, and um, you know what? What makes me enjoy this just as much as the tastes and flavors and the bouquet
1: <laughs> of,
0: of the uh, tobacco here is the history of it. Knowing that oh. this is something that has been around for years. you know more than a century and mm-hmm. enjoyed by smokers for you know decade after decade after decade. I love getting into that. And that's something that, frankly, I think cigars don't really have going for them.
4: Yeah, right. You know, what Which is funny because they've been around forever too, but... Yeah,
0: but so many of the cigars that we have have been out for a year, two, 20, 30, Mm -hmm. you know, 40 maybe at the most. You're lucky. But this has been around for 100 years. And thinking about that, and yes, it's been made by a couple of different uh, places and it's gone from Dunhill to Peterson you know the brand has is, is changed and stuff like that but this basic blend has been around all that time and that says yeah. something and yeah. it's just
4: great. To like do. can it's, you name it's like it,
0: this is literally smoking a piece of history. Can you name
4: five cigars that you regularly smoke that are over 40 and can you name five pipe tobaccos that have been around for oh, over 40 years that you regularly smoke and I think it would be way easier to name five type five pipe tobacco, five type five, five type. What joke? Okay, that flannel, yeah, burning yeah. the flannel. Take his drink away, please. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, now, speaking of My pipe tobacco, stands- speaking of pipe tobacco, um, next week we have a great show planned for you guys. We are going to be joined by very special guest uh, Max Stokeby, uh, Eric Stokeby's son. And uh, he is the brand ambassador for uh, Peter Stokeby and Lane uh, Pipe Tobaccos for Scandinavian Tobacco Group. And Mm. we are going to be smoking Peterson's Elizabethan Mixture and Peterson's Three Ps. It's an all-pipe show next week. It is going to be really, really good. Max has been on the show before, and he's a great, great guy. He's going to be with us via Skype because of the whole COVID thing. Um, they're allowed to travel one week and then they have to stay home another week. And this is a week where they have to stay home. So um, he'll be Skyping in with us, but uh, we are very, very excited to have him. So make sure you go out and uh, get some Elizabethan mixture and Peterson's three P's, which stands for Peterson's perfect plug.
1: Mm,
4: and And it is,
0: it is a great, great tobacco. Both of them are. And so you're gonna want to be with us right here on YouTube next week at 8 p.m. And that is our show for tonight. Thank you everybody for watching. We're so glad that we had so many comments and everything tonight. Um, especially with just switching over from Facebook to YouTube. I know, right? Yeah, Ernest Collin. You you know, we had lots of people on here, and uh, hope you're all back next week and let people know um, about the podcast because. We're not blowing Don't, smoke. Yeah. This is a great show. Don't Absolutely. keep it. In you want angry. your friends watching and smoking mm-hmm. and drinking. Tune in, with us Tune in, in boys. In. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for being with us.
3: Another day, another smoke.
0: You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at NotJustBlowingSmoke. Thanks for listening, everybody. And that is Not Just Blowing Smoke.